Hello and welcome to the AMA Update video and podcast. Artificial intelligence, or AI, continues to be one of the hottest topics in healthcare, and today we're continuing that conversation with a leading AI transformation advisor to health and medical leaders around the world, Tom Lowry. Tom is the managing director of Second Century Tech, best-selling author of Hacking Healthcare, and the former national director for artificial intelligence at Microsoft, joining us from Seattle. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Tom, we're so glad to have you. Welcome. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, since the launch of ChatGPT, so much of the conversation around AI and healthcare has focused on one aspect, and that's been generative AI. But the term AI obviously encompasses so much more than that. I'm a big fan of the, de uh, the definition that you used when you visited the AMA a couple months ago, and I thought it would just make sense for the audience out there if they heard how you think about it. What do you mean when you talk about AI? Well, great question. Um, you know, generative AI is the latest flavor of many flavors of what's known as artificial intelligence. So I like keeping things simple. So to your point, um, you know, let, let's assume AI is uh, really relating to IT systems, the sense, comprehend, act and learn. Probably more importantly, it's intelligence demonstrated by software with the ability to depict or mimic uh, human brain functions. And I, I want to emphasize mimic human brain functions, not replace. So in your book, you talk about how AI can solve some of the biggest problems in healthcare, which is very good news because we do need that help. I'd like to focus on a couple of the most pressing problems for physicians, starting with obstacles like prior authorization and paperwork in general. How can AI lessen the administrative burdens on physicians and when is that gonna be a reality? Well, I, I think the answer is uh, it's starting now. Uh, it's only hopefully going to get better but to your point, um, you know, for every physician that's listening, uh, what was the intrinsic reason you went to medical school? It probably wasn't to become a data entry clerk, which is what many physicians I talk to feel like we've turned them into. So the ability to take those highly repetitive, low value activities and automate it through the use of AI is one of the key areas that we all should be focusing on. There are already good examples now for what's known as ambient intelligence, where as a physician is doing a consult, uh, instead of going to the EMR in the corner of that room and hunting and pecking, of having natural conversations and in the background, ambient intelligence is recording all of that, is putting together those triage notes to allow you essentially to spend more time being a doctor and less time being a data entry clerk. So we're already seeing it, it's only going to get better. Well, speaking of that, Let's talk about another one of the big concerns for physicians, not unrelated to what we just talked about, and that is physician burnout. So they're already asked to do so much, so fast, and for so many people. And unlike when we think about EHRs, how do we ensure that AI is used to reduce physicians' burnout and not just increase their workload? Well, once again, um, AI is a tool and a vehicle, if properly used, gives us the ability to augment the skills and the work of physicians. 
So I, I would address that quickly by saying, uh, you know, there are two burdens that AI done correctly will help address. The first is what we've already talked about, which is the administrivia. Um, a study by Stanford shows many physicians spend more time in the EMR than they do seeing patients. That's just not right. Uh, a, a colleague of mine, Dr. Eric Topol, who's the head of Scripps Research, a uh, very popular author himself, uh, coined the term keyboard liberation. I'm here to say AI can help all physicians with keyboard liberation. We should start the Keyboard Liberation League today. The second thing, quickly, that I don't think is getting the kind of attention it should is what I call cognitive burden that is being placed on physicians by the exponential growth of medical data. So a newly trained physician in 1950 would go their entire practice before medical knowledge doubled. Today, it's doubling every 72 days. So even the best, smartest physicians are having a hard time keeping up with all that information to help them make the right decisions. AI has great opportunity when it comes to helping tame that data explosion. Uh, first off, uh, hashtag keyboard liberation. Uh, write that down. Uh, second, to your point, in terms of the exploding knowledge uh, about medical information, it's also applying to AI itself. The pace of change uh, with this particular technology is just incredible. How does a physician, any practice, no matter what the size, keep up with this? Well, it's a great question. And probably uh, the longer answer is not uh, something we're going to do in this podcast. But you know, essentially, the world normally works, particularly health and medicine, on what economists call linear change and growth, which is incremental change produced by technology, then adoption uh, takes place, and the little gaps between technology and adoption and adoption and regulatory. We're at a point where um, economists also talk about exponential growth curves. So the biggest challenge for everyone right now is not what the technology can do, but it's the velocity of change that it's driving. So I think any practice, any healthcare organization is being challenged right now because everything that is set up for leadership, for management is based on that linear growth and exponential growth creates that hockey stick when it comes to change. So um, it, it brings us down to, uh, if we're gonna be in this for a while, which I believe we are, everyone has to rethink how they manage, how they lead, how they practice. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. On that subject, your book also talks about the qualities that leaders have to have to help their organizations adapt and thrive in this big revolution in healthcare. What do you think some of those key qualities of AI leaders going to look like? Well, I, I think, first of all, you know, many of the leadership qualities that have gotten leaders to where they are today remain intact, remain important. But when you look at the changes being driven by digital and AI transformation, 
I believe there are a new set of skills that are desperately going to be needed. And it's not just my opinion, but research by McKinsey and others like Gartner are saying leaders with the skills they've been successful with in the past will not necessarily be successful in the new world of digital and AI. And so we're looking at things like new hard skills, like leaders needing to know AI, which is not to say they need to know how to code it, but they at least need to understand what it is and what it can do when it comes to the practice of medicine. There are also a lot of other things such as soft skills when it comes to design thinking. Uh, more than anything, the thing I coach leaders on is the importance of thinking differently. And a lot of that has to do with the number one impediment I see when I'm advising big healthcare organizations about driving value at scale with AI is basically the need to digitally upskill everyone in the organization, starting with leadership. That's no small challenge. How do you do that? Well, it starts with leadership. It starts with uh, the acknowledgement that the way you're going to manage and lead in the world of AI is going to be different. And, and there's a whole new science emerging around things like decisions about decisions, where in the past, every decision in a healthcare organization was made by a human and a brain. And there are many of those things that are being automated. So there's some things like, you know, the practice of medicine, dealing with patients where humans physicians have to be in the loop. But there are many other things we can automate and the humans don't necessarily have to be in the loop, but it's that whole science around decisions about decisions that leaders must understand and then bring forward systems actually apply that in the practice of medicine and in the practice of running these big health organizations. So my final question, I'd like to look ahead a bit and imagine that it's 10 years in the future, 2033. In what way do you think that healthcare will have changed the most as a result of AI? Well, with any luck and done right, um, while there's so much chatter today about the threats and the issues and, and even the existential threat to humankind, I believe the narrative is going to be very different in healthcare done right. I believe we have the ability to create a health renaissance where all of the issues we just talked about when it comes to the things we burden physicians with, many of those things are going to go away or be dramatically reduced to allow physicians to practice at the highest level, not just for the quality of care, but help them intrinsically pursue the reasons they became physicians in the first place. I see the ability for us to go so much farther when it comes to this relationship with consumers, including consumers uh, having a, a big play in the management of their health in collaboration with physicians. Beyond that, I, I see things that are already happening in other parts of the world where we have the ability to truly take this thing called population health and deliver much greater measurable value at scale by the monitoring and management of things like chronic conditions, courtesy of AI coming in behind physicians in support of what they do. Well, Tom, I'm gonna put that into uh, our little time capsule, and then I'm gonna see you in 2033. I say, have, have me back in 10 goes. years, Todd, yes. Thank you so much for joining us. It really is a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, AI isn't the only thing driving change in healthcare. And along with uh, what we talked about earlier with Tom, we are leading the charge to address those burdens like prior authorization, burnout, 
and more as part of the AMA Recovery Plan for America's physicians. You can learn all about our latest wins and our efforts at ama-assn.org recovery. We'll be back soon with another AMA update. In the meantime, you can find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care.